Welcome to Insight for Life. My name is Mauro Capelli. I'm a psychologist and a clinician. This podcast has a single goal, to help people to improve themselves. The material that we are presenting here is actually exclusive for those who are really looking to work on themselves, to be better in their activities and better in their lives. What are we going to talk today? Relationship. And where do the problems of relationship come from and how to resolve them? Have you noticed some single people desiring to be in a relationship, to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? And once they get into a relationship, they actually miss and they desire to be single again? This actually reveals the true nature of humankind, ambiguity. We want contact with others and at the same time, we actually don't want. We want love and affection and at the same time, we're complaining about other people. This is very human behavior. I once remember listening to somebody telling in a jokative way that being in a relationship is like having a bunch of your friends in a swimming pool that the water is cold and they actually calling you and saying, hey, jump in because the water is great. This is how people see relationship. They complain a lot of jokes about what it's like to be in a relationship in a bad way, but people are always looking forward to being in a relationship. This is the conundrum that we face ourselves being in a relationship. And a lot of people are getting separated. Relationships fail, problems come, and people don't stand it. Just to have an idea, in the year 2020, just in Luxembourg, it was actually the country in Europe with the most and higher rate of divorces. It was 64.8% of people being divorced just in Luxembourg, and which is a very tiny, 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 tiny country. From 1960 to 2017, we had an increase of divorces over 250%. And when we are trying to get an understanding why people are getting divorced, we have some other numbers, and here they are. 18% because of infidelity, 9% due to alcohol and drug abuse. 6% is due to mental or physical abuse. 23% actually said other reasons. And 44% due to incompatibility. Maybe you heard this before. Oh, he changed it. Oh, she's not the same anymore, unfortunately. It is complicated to blame that the person, that the reason for not working out is because the other person changed. Let's say that an 18 year old man, he just turned 18 and he has the desire to have the best car ever. But after, I don't know, 12 years, he started thinking that having a car is not actually the best thing for the environment or also for him. He lives in a city that has good transportation, so there is no need for him to have a car. So he doesn't see the necessity to still have a car and he decides to sell it. Can you imagine that 12 years, he might change it a lot. And it's not only on this example. This is actually to show how much we can change in a few years. We change in simple choices, in tastes, in desires. Shouldn't be the same in our personality? Of course it is. Not only our partner has changed it, we individually, we also have changed it. Therefore, it's not the best to blame the individual to change as being the part of the problem, is being the reason of the problem that is not working out. We are not the same as we were yesterday. Actually, we are not the same 
people that we were when this podcast started, being very philosophical here. So what exactly is the issue that comes to us when people are changing that really triggers us? Well, there is two main reasons that I want to explain very briefly. First of all, knowing and accepting that people change and everything changes is really overwhelming. Everything in our life changes. Problems changes, technology changes, and the environment changes the way that we are going to change inside. So for instance, just to give an example, talking about relationship, people that were dating the 1970s had a totally different behavior and mentality that people in 2020 that are also dating and flirting and getting into relationships because of technology, because of a lot of outside changes that influence how we think and how we behave. Also, think about that at the beginning of a relationship, we usually try to show the best of ourselves. Not because we want to hide. Of course, maybe we are trying to hide some things, but we also get very excited and we want to show the best side of us. It's the same as we get a, a new job, right? We want to show that we are the most motivated people, motivated professional in that company, in that position. And while we get acquainted with everybody in the office, we might show more about ourselves because we feel more comfortable. It's not because we were hiding. It's not because we are actually trying to not show who we are, but we don't feel comfortable to show who we are. The full version of ourselves in a work environment or in a relationship environment. So it is kind of overwhelming to notice that things change, not only in our relationship, in our partner, but in other things in life. The second reason that changes is an issue comes from Freud. The answer comes from Freud. He mentioned that any kind of a relationship, close relationship that we have, not only into partnership, but also as being in relationship with our children, relationship with our parents, any kind of a close relationship that we have some kind of a love for the other person, like siblings, children, friends, and so on. These type of relationships are entitled to bring us some sort of distress or some sort of pain. These relationships are the only ones that can really hurt us internally because we are vulnerable in those relationships. Think about it. A girl is walking on the street and then somebody calls her an idiot, somebody that she never met before. What would she think about? Maybe she gets a little offended, like confused. Why is this person calling me an idiot? What is happening here? But after 20 minutes, she's probably like, who is that guy? She doesn't even remember the fact. But now think about it that her mother calls her an idiot. That is gonna hurt. Anybody that has a close relationship, there is a high chance to hurt us, not is because the person is willing to hurt us, it is because we are most vulnerable, where we don't have a lot of defenses in those relationships. We put our guards down. So there is a thin layer separating love from hate, comforting from discomforting, peace and tension in those close relationships. So when we think about it, the reason that the partner is changing is actually not the issue that he or she is changing, but how we are vulnerable towards these changes. What is the main problem here that is causing this distress? Not talking how this affects us internally, but how is the result that we are seeing like he change or she change it? The problem is both change it in different pace or into different direction. 
Common things become too little in comparison to uncommon things. We're talking about two people in a relationship, so both of them are to blame. Both of them contributed positively and negatively. So both have issues and their share of responsibility here. In order to a lovable relationship, a partner relationship to work out, it's necessary that both work together as a pilot and a co-pilot. Both of them having the same destination. Of course, during the journey, the destination can change, but both of them need to work out together to change the destination. It's like going from Vancouver to London, and then you want to go to Cape Town. Both of them are going to work on this new route that the flight is going to take. Just to make it clear, I'm not saying that each one of us should not have our own individuality. Quite the opposite. It's very good to have our individuality, but for both, for the big picture, it's good that both of them in the relationship are working to stick together to achieve the same goal at the end of the day. What are the main factors that is helping or not helping or contributing to people to grow apart? So I'm gonna tell you two. First of all, media and entertainment together. Media is responsible because for so long, for so many decades, they are trying to tell us what is relationship supposed to look like. Like you have a problem, but you know, somebody stress out, you easily resolve it and everything's good for the rest of our lives. Also entertainment, and I'm talking about how we have a lot of devices now with our own screens, individual screens, is actually contributing for us to have our own world, apart from the other person. We are more centered involved in ourselves, in our devices, in our little environment, instead of having something shared with the other person. This is something that the technology is bringing like a downside. The second reason why we are growing apart so often is that probably we are creating images of the other person and visiting these images, like this idealization on how the other person is going to act and to be and supposed to treat us. And we are visiting this like it's real, that when we come to reality, we get frustrated. Okay, so how are we going to resolve this type of problems? How do we resolve when we don't see eye to eye with our partner? Or when the partner is actually coming to us and complaining about something that we are doing? So this is something that I'm going to share, a technique that is only going to work if you're 100% willing to make it work out. You need to be 100% committed to make your efforts to work out. First of all, we need to understand if the other person also wants to make this relationship work. And we need to respect the other's decision, the our partner's decision to not be together with us anymore. They have this right to choose, but this right to choose doesn't mean that we have to be destroyed by their decision. We are not hostages of how our partner decides to live their lives without us. When it comes to dealing with issues, with problems that may come up, we need to remember and have this as a top priority. To leave our pride, our ego, outside of the relationship. Think about it. Every kind of disagreement is related to pride. 
is related to ego. Every fight, every nation tension, we are now having this argument, this war in Ukraine, uh, between Ukraine and Russia, and doesn't have to do with ego, doesn't have to do with power, desires. So leaving the pride and the ego outside is actually gonna help us to deal with problems in our relationship, not only with our partner, but any kind of a relationship. It helps the communication to flow better. Note that this is not actually for us to humiliate ourselves like we don't have any kind of value to the other person. It's simply taking it off one element. This is actually the second point. The first point, understanding if they, our partner really wants also to make this work. Second point, if our pride and ego outside of the relationship. Then we must have empathy. And empathy here, it's a way and a key to disarm the other person when they come and attack us with their faults. It has to be guided, this empathy. We need to put ourselves in the other person's shoes. What is the way that their mind works to think about things? How does they get into this conclusion? Why are they telling us this? Why are they telling us that? So let's put here an example. Let's say that our partner comes to us and, and complains that we're paying a lot of attention or staying a long time on the cell phone, on our mobiles. How can we disarm the other person? Recognize the feeling, for instance, we can say, okay, so you must be feeling alone right now. You must be feeling lonely or you must be feeling neglected or you must be feeling that I don't value your company. Then we need to ask, but then this question is actually supposed to be in a very good and sincere way. What other occasions I did not show attention to you? Encouraging the other person to express themselves. Remember to always say, I feel, instead of you. You make this, you make that, forget about it. Oh, you annoy me, you're complaining about me all the time. No, tell how I feel, I feel. So, okay, the person is complaining that I'm being on the mobile all the time. And you can say, I feel tired from work. And then and a way to relax is to be on the mobile. I'm not creating excuses for people to use, but you need to really find a reason why you're being so long on the cell phone on this example case here. It's not to use like a, a, a template answer for the people, for the our partner. So yeah, I feel tired and being on the cell phone is a way for me to relax because I don't think about it too much. I feel like I disconnect and I can relax. Even though you're feeling treated unfairly, acknowledge the other person's feelings and appreciate them to bring this to you. This will help for the other person actually to come to you with more of their feelings and their thoughts. So let's go again. The person comes, our partner comes and complains, hey, you're spending too much time on the mobile. We're gonna think about how our partner thinks, how is their mind working? And then we acknowledge, okay, so you must be feeling that I'm not giving you attention, or you must be feeling neglected, or you must be feeling that I don't wanna spend time with you. Uh, is there another time that's I made you feel this way, and then you let the other person express themselves. Okay, so I feel sometimes so tired from work and being on the cell phone is a way for me to disconnect and chill. I don't do this on purpose, I'm sorry. I'm gonna work it out to make some more time that we can be together in a way that I also can feel chill and don't spend a lot of time on the mobile. 
Sounds simple, but it's not. Especially if we've never been educated in life to do so. It involves efforts, practice. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and had insight for life. And wait for the next episode. Please share our channel or podcast with your friends, family members, anybody that you think is going to take profit from it. And we see each other or listen to each other on the next episode.